This is your host, as always, Ryan Martell, and I'm here with Cagney Larkin. What's up? Oh, hold on. I cannot hear you at all. Give me a check check real quick. Cagney Larkin is my name. Watching movies I guess you were just really far away from the mic or something. I don't know. Uh, Can you hear me now? We're leaving that in, though. Yeah, I can hear you now. Good. We're leaving it in. Whatever. Fuck it. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Okay. Fucking thing sucks. We're recording this a little bit later than we usually do. We had a couple of days. We're recording it now on Wednesday, October 20th, where we usually record on Mondays so that we can get it up early for the Patreon. We're still going to have it up early for the Patreons, but uh, it will be up one day, two days early instead of four (laughs) days early. Uh, We had some scheduling issues. Cagney was doing the, the scary thing being Beetlejuice <laughs> and I was scary thing. That works. I was watching I watched Slipknot on Sunday and then I went and seen Soccer Mommy on Monday the two most contrasting styles of music there could possibly be yeah. uh, the duality of man pun intended a <laughs> um, <clears throat> whole bunch of pushing fingers into your eyes huh? yeah I pushed fingers into my eyes and Kill Switch Engage played Holy Diver. It was the last song on their set, and it was fucking awesome. That's cool. It was the best. It was like the most I felt during their entire set. No, I I take that back. End of a Heartache was a good one, too. Uh, But I really wish they would have played Fixation on the Darkness, because that's a good one. I like that one. But that's not what this podcast is. This is not Martell's Music Madness. It's Martell's Movie Madness. So, Cagney, Ryan, what you been watching, buddy? Not a damn thing, son. I haven't even got to watch the new episode of What We Do in the Shadows yet. There's one thing I've watched, and I gotta ask you: Have we talked about Chucky yet? I don't think we've recorded since the first episode. Uh, no, I don't think we've talked about Chucky yet. So, two episodes in on Chucky. Yes. That's what I've been watching, buddy. And let me tell you what. Probably one of the best fucking things I've ever seen. Ever, dude. I love it. I didn't think I was going to like it because of the teen drama. Yeah. But, I no, I, it's it's. I great. love teen I drama. I love everything about it. Well, I don't. Teens are fun to me. I, I like love teens. Chucky. I love the mythology. I love Charles Lee Ray. I love the concept. And they are knocking it out of the park with this fucking show, man. They've taken it back to where... The initial roots were for Child's Play, where Chucky's just kind of the voice of in the ear of the child, you know. Yeah. And uh, we're just living in that, to where Chucky is essentially becoming BFFs with this bullied gay child. Yeah. And helping him out, trying to kill his enemies for him. Uh, man. Well, we all know awesome. what Chucky really wants, though. We know Chucky we wants know a human Chucky body. Wants. He wants but to play hide the soul. Chucky has had some progress. In the Don Mancini franchise, 
speaking about Code of Chucky, where he's learned how he can place his soul into multiple dolls. We haven't seen that played out yet, and uh, I'd like to say we're two episodes in on an eight-episode season. We have not seen any reoccurring players yet. So I don't think there's going to be a single filler episode this season. I think it's going to be balls-to-the-wall madness. We had a scene in the newest episode where Chucky went fucking trick-or-treating. And I think it was one of the best parts of the Child's Play franchise yet. It was pretty fucking It was amazing. Yeah, it was great. It validated that entire series for me. Love. I really, I, I was, I really wanted him to talk the little sister into killing the big sister. I thought that would have been hilarious. Just the fact that he was sitting there playing video yeah. games with the little sister blew Insane. my mind, man. Something I didn't know. She was I into in my it. Life she loved Chucky. She's obsessed with them, and they got to play video games together. And then, uh, what else about it that I absolutely enjoyed? You know, Double Devin Sawa. Yeah, that's, that's always that's good. been great. Um, uh, Whoa. Excuse me. Excuse you. I burped away from the mic, but it still picked up pretty good. So. Uh, the fact that Chucky is referencing his own child from the uh, quote-unquote yes. forgotten Child's Play film yes. that everybody's kind of written off that I personally love. Uh, he's like referenced Glenn and Glenda. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's canon now. He's sitting there. If you would have told me when I was a child that 25 years from now, this character Chucky would be consoling a gay teenager on his sexuality, I would have, I would have <laughs> asked you what the fuck you're talking about. But now we literally have Chucky consoling a gay child on his sexuality, and I, it, it fits. When it you feels look, so right. When you look back at the franchise, knowing that the writer of all the movies is gay, you kind of see it in a different light. You kind of see how Chucky has kind of been gay the whole time. Like not Chucky the character, but Chucky the the, the allegory, the story, the mm-hmm. the uh, the loneliness of. It's silly to even fucking be saying this shit because it's such a campy franchise. But I mean, that's a part of it too. Like the whole the like, it's always been sort of an LGBT. Q plus fucking franchise. It always has had those undertones to it, in a way. I feel like you were trying to make a point, but then then you stopped. No, it's a very complicated. (laughs) It would take me forever. It would be an entire episode if I was to really try to explain what I mean. But I think people that know know. Well, I mean, that's what good writers do. They take things from their personal lives and uh, turn them into fantasy and. Uh, you're able to take a movie and take a ton of concepts away from it, you know, and yeah. some things like that. You know, read between the lines and <clears throat> see whatever you want to see. But yeah, that's awesome. Uh, I'm loving Chucky. Uh, you guys give it a watch if you haven't. It's probably the best thing I've seen this year. I'm obsessed with it. It's pretty tight for sure. It's it's super fucking faux show. I love everything Bro. about it. But I think literally because I've been. Performing every weekend at the event, and then I'm now making a short film. That's what I've done all mm-hmm. week. I've been uh, writing a script and shot lists and gearing up for that, filming this weekend. So, yeah, I watched not a damn thing. But yeah. What about you, Ryan? Let's hear your laundry list of well, media that you consumed in the I did, past eight days. I did watch a few things. I watched, of course, I've, I've been keeping up with my shows. 
Wu Tang stories, Wu Tang American Saga, and uh, what we do in the shadows and uh, Creep Show. I haven't been really talking about Creep Show much on here, but it's been good. I saw so that far. first episode. That was it. Though. It's been pretty good. I, I, I've enjoyed uh, pretty much every episode. Uh, they feel more like Tales from the Crypt than they do Creep Show, but I like Tales from the Crypt, so works for me. Uh, what? Oh, Dragula started last night. The fuck is that? It's the, you know I've been telling you about this for a while. It's like a drag. It's like a RuPaul's Drag Race, oh, yeah, but yeah. the horror version. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's going to be on Shutter every Tuesday. That's cool. So it's really cool. Yeah, they do like uh, horror, punk rock, metal, heavy rock. You know, goth themes for their little competitions. Nice. This week was uh, for the for the first episode was uh, reinventing horror icons, and the one did uh, <coughs> one did Elvira, one did the Bride of Frankenstein. Uh, there was one that did the Pale Man from Pan's Labyrinth, yeah. and uh, it was a xenomorph, and you know, just they just did a whole bunch of stuff like Land that. Drag. But in drag form, yeah, it's really fucking awesome. These the creations these people put together as their uh, costumes and whatnot, mm-hmm. and their performances is always just fucking fantastic to see. <clears throat> but yeah, other than the TV shows, I have also watched a few things. Uh, I watched a movie called Shall We Play on Tubi. I watched that earlier today, actually. Uh, not too good. Not not, not terrible. Not good. Not terrible, but just not, uh, it was just boring to me. It felt very, uh, cut and paste, honestly. It felt like a movie I had seen before. Um, it's about this chick who has this Ouija board app on her phone that, like... Ouija board app? Yeah, and this, like... The fuck kind of nonsense is that? It's, like, two little girls are, like, tormenting her. Through the phone? Ghost girls, no, in her, in her real life. And uh you already lost me. It's 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 very lifetime. It's like a lifetime yeah, just, horror movie. Well, I think it's only decent. people that watch lifetime movies would be scared of a Ouija board app. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, it's a decent movie. It's not like I didn't hate it. I just wasn't entertained. It's by no mistletoes it. and menorahs, huh? No, mistletoes <laughs> and menorahs is actually pretty fun. It was pretty decent. Get I mean, it out. not going to lie. This one's a two out of five. You know, not quite a... Mistletoe Menorahs was not... Not quite a in the middle, not quite terrible, but, you know, just... It was a movie. Uh, My pick of the week was Possession. I watched it in 4K at the theater for part of the Charlotte Film Festival, which we were uh, part of. We had a good... We had a good screening. We didn't oh, talk about watching. that. We watched our movie. <laughs> so, yeah, we did watch our movie, and we watched, Hen and, we watched Hen and Ham before our movie, which was yeah. really dope, too. It's an Alzheimer's really, drama. Really weird film to uh, <clears throat> juxtapose ours. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Possession's a five out of five. The cinematography of that movie, the performances, the sheer anxiety and frustration and dread that you feel watching it is just incredible. Well, that's always fun. Uh, yeah, this is like... I wonder if Ari, if Ari Aster had any 
influence from this movie when he made Hereditary because that is what kind of makes me like that's what kind of vibes Hereditary gives me is like a more mainstream version of Possessed Possession I mean sorry uh, Possession's fucking insane though I would definitely recommend checking it out if you haven't seen it because that's uh, clear by the year on that uh, there's a few movies named Possession. I think it's 81. No, no, right? this one's the only one that's actually named Possession. We have Possession, The Possession. Yeah, this was just Possession. But 81, but, right? I think. I don't know. <laughs> but it is in the 80s for sure. If you type in Possession movie, it's going to be the one that comes up. Or The Possession. <laughs> if you type in Possession movie, you're going to get a fucking slew of Google results. <laughs> Just fucking Possession Sam Neill. There you go. There you go. It's a Sam Neill. I got one that I watched, but we're not going to talk about it yet. We're going to talk about that one next week. Um, and then I got some movies I watched for the 31 Days of Halloween. Uh, Trick, which is a slasher. It's like a neo-slasher. It's... it's uh, set in modern times it is a 5 out of 5 for me this has got uh, Tom Atkins uh, Jamie, Halloween yeah, Season J- of the Witch. Jamie Kennedy and Omar Epps Tom Atkins and Jamie Kennedy and Omar Epps what a cast yeah it's an incredible cast they're so good Omar Epps plays a detective Jamie Kennedy plays like a doctor who's like a side character in the movie but ends up being a bigger piece of the story than you think right and uh, Tom Atkins is just kind of... He is a side character, but he's a great side character. Uh, he plays like a... I think he's a preacher. Or like... No, he's not a preacher. He's like a fucking dude. He's a dude in the he's town. He's like a fucking dude. He's a guy. He's like a staple in the community. But this one's on Hulu, like I said. It's a 5 out of 5. I definitely would recommend you checking it out. Because I think it has a very fresh twist onto the slasher subgenre. <clears throat> And it kind of flew under the radar, I feel like, too, because it came out in 2019, I think. And uh, I didn't know anything about it till I got the Blu-ray in Horror Pack, which is how I watched it. So if you got that Blu-ray from Horror Pack and you've been thinking about watching it, I definitely would suggest popping it in. I got it. Yes, sir. Uh, Me, You, Madness, which was on Peacock. The fuck? Uh, not very good, in my opinion. I mean, it's uh, a bad title. Yeah, the, the title's pretty bad. The premise is good. The overall uh, basic idea of this movie is interesting, and I was, like, drawn to the... Uh, concept? Yeah, the concept, and I enjoyed things about this movie, but just the whole... It's, it's a very meta movie, but it's almost too meta. It's so meta that you're like, okay, we get it. You're meta. You're self-import. You're self-aware. Like you're talking. You're breaking the fourth yeah. wall. But where's the fucking? What is going on? Like the, the it's just not. <sighs> That's why I like to save the meta stuff for like the final scene. It's you know? not, but it, it's like it doesn't drive the plot. It's just a whole bunch of things happening, and nothing is. It's not a story, really. Mm. Uh, so it's two meta for its own good. <laughs> two meta for its own 2. good. 2.75 out of 5, because I did enjoy a lot of things about it. Uh, and I did like s- the style of it. I just thought that there was too much style and not enough substance. Um, performances were fine, though. And it looked good, so you know I can't completely shit on it. 
Saturday the 14th on Tubi. Classic. Uh, first time watch for me, of course. These are all first time watches. Man, that was a video store movie for me, man. Uh, yeah, man. This one's a funny one. It's really Jeff funny. Uh, who? No, that's what Transmitting 65,000. Yeah. <laughs> This one's got Same uh, type of Jeffrey tone. Tambor yeah, in it. Yeah, Jeffrey Tambor, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I gave it a 3 point, uh, not a 3.5, a 3 out of 5. Uh, so I had a lot of fun with that one, so go check it out. Good old 80s horror spoof, so definitely lots of fun. And then I watched uh, Doghouse, I mean, no, not Doghouse, Dogface, a trap house horror. Uh, this one's a 3 out of 5 also. Uh... It's a better film than I thought it would be. Like, just overall, like, it's a more quality film than I was expecting when I saw the title. Trap House Horror, yeah. Dog yeah, Face, yeah. a Trap House Horror. I was expecting Snoop Dogg's Good of Horror. Well, 2.5 out of 5. I, I don't really... There, it's it's really hard to get under a 2 from me because I can see the good in just about anything. Um but yeah this one was very entertaining it's a low budget movie but it has a lot of heart and uh the director actually found out that i reviewed his movie and shared the review and uh told me he appreciated the honest review of the movie and he follows martell's movie madness now he he, he nice. liked our trailer for our movie so i told nice. him to, i told him to check it out and he was i don't know if he did or not but maybe he did uh but yeah, I'm actually looking forward to seeing what this guy does next because for a first-time director, this was not a bad outing. So he um, can only get better. Uh, well, maybe. I don't know. There's Someone Inside Your House uh, on Netflix is the next movie. And I gave that one a 5 out of 5. I'm uh, very into this one. It was uh, something that people were hyping up on Facebook and Instagram and wherever else I was looking at people talking about movies and i was like there's no way this movie is that good but i mean my buddy blair was hyping it up and usually when he's about a movie i'm fairly certain i'll also enjoy it because he's got a he he has a similar sense of uh taste and humor as i do um and i was not disappointed by this one this one definitely delivers it is a modernized version of that teen scream, like Scream, and I know what you did last summer, uh, where it's smart horror, but it's also that good old slasher dumbness to it. Good old slasher yeah. do. Uh, so yeah, that one's a five out of five. Night books, little family friendly horror, little family spooky. It's about a kid who writes scary stories. He gets, like, trapped by a witch. She, like, lures him in with Lost Boys and Pumpkin Pie and, like... We got Lost Boys in here on Blu-ray. Yeah, there's, Come on in. there's tons of, uh... There's tons of fairy tale references in this one. Uh... It's very interesting, and I, I thought it had very good uh, special effects produced by Sam Raimi, which, if, if you know who Sam Raimi is, which, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably do. You should. Uh... He made Spider-Man the Evil 1, Dead, 2, and 3. First three Spider-Man <laughs> movies. Uh, Drag Me to Hell. Yeah, a little movie called Drag Me to Hell. I think that's my personal favorite. Uh, he directed The Intruder, right? I don't think so. He didn't direct The Intruder? I don't think he directed The Intruder. He had something to do Talking with Talking about the one with Bruce Ted, Campbell? Yeah, Ted Raimi's in it. I know that. Um, but that one's a good one, too. Uh, he's involved in it somehow. 
Uh, but yeah, Night Books is a 3.5 out of 5. I thought it was fun. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's just in it. Definitely a good little... Sam, Sam Raimi's just in it. Oh, he's in Intruder, it? Yeah, yeah, okay. It's a Scott Spiegel film. Okay, but it's good. It's really good. You should check out Intruder. But uh, Sam Raimi... Uh, you should also check out Night Books. On the block with Doctor Strange and the Mouth of Madness coming oh, out, yeah. baby. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's going to be Sam Raimi's return to, return to Hollywood. And mm. I'm very, very fucking here for it. Uh, Seance is the next one. Uh, that is day 18 of the 31 Days of Halloween. Uh, four out of five. I watched that one on Shudder. It is the new offering from, uh, uh, what's his name? Simon Barrett. Isn't that the guy that I'm thinking about? Oh, yeah, yeah, Somebody was telling me about this recently. Yeah, too, it was me. I was telling you about yeah, it. Yeah, nice, nice. Uh, it's a four out of five. left that mysterious, like I have more friends out there or something, <laughs> but, you know, thanks. Um, I'm, trying, I'm the, I'm the only move. one. Uh, me and Troy Babs are the only two people I've seen talking about this movie. I think yes. it's gotten overshadowed uh, by some of the newer stuff, some of the other newer I mean, stuff that's dropped. Simon Barry himself has been overshadowed by his former fucking yeah. filmmaking partner. This one, this one gives me it gives me craft meets uh, Suspiria vibes. Not quite so heavy on the synth, but uh, <laughs> definitely has that because it, it takes place in like a boarding school. So it has that whole Suspiria vibe yeah. to it, and then it's like paranormally shit. So it's got this, the, the craft vibe. Um, the craft. Speaking of the craft, I did watch the craft Legacy also, and that Ladies movie. And gentlemen, if you didn't know, Ryan just has all the time in the world. Is fucking to tight. watch movies. Well, these. I mean, these movies I watched over a period of a week and a half, and these are one a day. So. <laughs> Right. I didn't really watch that much. Five movies a day. Um, but The Craft Legacy is hated on by a lot of people. I don't see why. I thought it was a really good movie. Uh, David Duchovny plays a excellent villain. And I thought the teenagers who were the witches were incredible. I just thought the performances were there. The fashion is incredible. The... Uh, effects are pretty good uh it it gives us some of the same beats from the original but it doesn't seem like it's just a copy and then we get a little cameo from feruza balk at the end which is not a spoiler because i'm pretty sure they used it in the promo for it uh this is a four out of five for me though stars it's on the stars streaming app stars so that's the only way you can watch it without having to pay like 15 bucks to watch it so <laughs> go on and get that stars app you can get a seven day free trial and watch it like i did and then 10 minutes to midnight is the last uh that's today's offer offering and then that's a four out of five on to be charles bronson movie no not 10 to not 10 till midnight oh, okay 10 minutes to midnight this is uh caroline williams is in this one okay and it's like a weird surreal vampire time loop movie I don't really know. It kind of confused me a little bit, but it was really entertaining. So it kind of confused can, me a bit. But, I'll, uh, but it was entertaining. I'll, I'll forgive its confusingness. I mean, Mulholland Drive entertained me, but it, that movie doesn't make any goddamn sense. And about the fourth or fifth watch, you might know, a little bit of it. So yeah, that one's four out of five. Also, it's on Tubi. Ten minutes to midnight. And that's all I got for the what you watching this week. 
Right. Uh, in... Do we have any dates to plug? I don't think we do. Uh, you you messaged me about on cinema, but you didn't watch any. No, I didn't watch any on cinema uh, since I talked to you about it. Um. So. so that's it. That's the end of the episode, right? We're good. Next week. Uh, <laughs> Next week, Halloween Kills. Halloween twenty eighteen. Uh, no. So now we're going to talk about two of the most controversial Halloween movies in the entire franchise. Yikes. This is going to be uh, a polarizing episode because I'm, like I said before in the What You Watching, I can see the good in just about anything. Um, I don't hate these movies. A lot of people do. Cagney, I think, is a part of that crew. I'm in that club, yeah. What's and up? we're talking about <laughs> Rob Zombie's Halloween 1 and 2. Ugh. I agree, Halloween 1 is a little rough. Halloween, that movie's fucking unnecessary. It's, it's very unnecessary. The, the I remember enjoying it the first time I watched it, but every time I've watched it since... I just feel like I've enjoyed it less and less, and more things about First time it. I watched it, I was like fifteen. Yeah, and more things about it are like, why did we need that? And like, it's also uh, Rob Zombie had this weird thing he was doing where everybody that Michael killed for the first half of the movie were like people who kind of deserved to get killed. He was trying to humanize, yeah, Michael, or he was justifying the kills almost. Unfucking necessary. Because every okay, so the first three people he kills are people who bullied him, you know, and then the next two people he kill are people who are bullying him and raping mm-hmm. someone, and then and then he starts killing people he doesn't need to be killing. So there's no justification for those at all. It's like so you want me to humanize this guy, but then also get yeah, but the making the monster still. It's like you, what you is take away from that? You what, like what, watered it down. Yeah, give us a fucking lane and stick with it. Exactly. Like if you want to make him this big monster hero, go ahead, do it. Rob Zombie does that with his movies all the time. Uh, the Firefly family are fucking the heroes of those movies. Essentially, you know, he makes us pull for the killers. He makes us cheer for the villains. Um, but like you know, Michael Myers, you kind of kept the waters a little too muddy for us especially in this first movie it's just uh too much backstory and i i get what he wanted to do he wanted to lead into the night that Mm -hmm. that uh judith myers was killed and i I get that but there was a thousand other ways to approach it and this this was not the one no no this was not i would have rather seen a long form extended sequence of the actual night yeah. Instead of a fucking mundane childhood from a redneck stepdad that mm. abuses his stripper mom, yeah, it was a it was a touch unnecessary. No, the touch unnecessary. <laughs> it comes in the fucking mental asylum when they have one of the guards blatantly rape a patient. Yeah, for no, no was, reason other than shock value. That was more than a touch unnecessary. That was way completely unnecessary. unnecessary to the point where I felt literally uncomfortable watching it. And like, like I, I won't go that far. I, I didn't feel uncomfortable I watching did. it. I wanted to look two times this movie. I felt very uncomfortable and dirty when Michael touches his sister. Unnecessary to yeah. the the rape scene. Completely unnecessary. Yeah. There, there was nothing more than to make the audience feel fucking grody. I kind of thought it. the reason he had his he had Michael touch his sister like that was to kind of 
uh, trick her into thinking it was her boyfriend coming back. Uh, either but way, either way, it's still kind of weird. It's more it. unnecessary character fodder for Michael. That's for sure. not fucking needed. Look at the movie he's remaking right yeah. now. What were Michael's characteristics? Nothing. He, he was didn't an, have any exactly. He was just an unstoppable fucking killing force. Yeah. That's it. That's all we needed to know. That made it scary. This takes all that away and just fucking muddies the waters, man. Insert gif of Kelly Rowland saying, "You're not even scary." <laughs> from Friday, uh, from Freddy, Freddy versus Jason. Jason. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I do, I do feel like in, uh, I do think one thing that Rob Zombie's Halloween gets incredibly correct is uh, the casting of Michael Myers. Tyler Maine is great. He's big, he is brooding, and he's fucking, the kills are brutal. Yeah, if your Michael the looks kills good and kills good, that's cool, but it that was good. shit if I, don't, good. if I don't fucking but you know, you gotta, have any fear for the character. You gotta weigh the, the pros and the cons with things like this. Of course, this is not a good movie, necessarily. It's not a bad movie, in my opinion. The only but redeeming it's not a fact good movie. for me is Michael McDowell and Brad Dourif. Yeah, and okay. the fact that they have scenes together. I That's like those. Cool. I like the. I like. I don't think that the acting in these movies are bad at all. Yeah, I think the characters actors. are bad. I think the characters are not good. Oh, Some of the characters, characters are writing are bad. But just the not actors are fun, doing their best like, with what they've got. Yeah, and but th- that's what you know. That's what we see. We see good actors. In but a mediocre movie. We've got his fucking you know? wife playing the same character she always plays again, with the same cadence and vocal style that she always has. But there's literally millions of actresses that do that. Yeah, literally I mean, millions. Stop casting so, her and everything. She's gonna be the same character every time. I mean, it, there she's in his movies and that's it. So I don't give a fuck. He can cast her if he wants to. And, I don't give a shit. But I was I wouldn't I wouldn't mind it if she had variation on her fucking acting skills. You know. Well, I mean, you know, it's whatever. It is what it is. I didn't feel like she was a to downtrodden me. mom in this film. I felt like yeah. she was fucking sh- the Firefly woman okay. again. Well. I don't feel that way. I, I don't think that she played Baby Firefly in this movie, but that's <laughs> I feel that neither way. here nor there. Uh, Halloween 1 is a mess. Could have been a Big, half an hour shorter. I do think, I, honestly, I don't. it's been so long since I've seen the theatrical version, but I think the theatrical version is better. Yeah, I watched the director's cut. Because that's the only thing you can get a hold of nowadays, yeah. is the director's cut. You can't, it's super hard to find What's the theatrical weird cut. Weird to me is that he does all of this new territory with the beginning with humanizing him and stuff and then fucking another 10 minutes of sad kid Michael Myers just being alone in the insane asylum then hits us over the head with a quote unquote legit remake for like half an hour yeah like this came out of nowhere now you want to one hour into the movie remake the original what there's an interesting thing about this movie that I didn't realize until I was rewatching it uh, for the podcast uh, is that our Tommy Doyle is uh, fucking Skyler uh, Ginso or whatever Ginsko or however you say it from uh, Righteous Gemstones? Gideon. Yeah, that is Gideon. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was wondering why I yeah. recognize him. Um, uh, and he's good. He's actually one of the, yeah. the better things. This movie yeah. are those two kids that yeah, are being babysat. And, and, uh, Danielle Harris is really good. In okay. Movie. Yep. Thank you for bringing me up, that up because I was about to skip right past it. That was the number three thing that made me comfortable <laughs> in this fucking movie. The one returning franchise member 
we have in this film. Yeah. Danielle Harris. But she's not the same character. Doesn't matter. She's nude in this film. The last time I saw her in this franchise, she was a fucking child. That made me uncomfortable. So? I didn't like that. You weren't even born last time she was in this franchise. The the last time I see her in in this franchise, and she's like seven years old, next time I see her, her titties are out. Not a fan of that at all. Eh, Whatever. (laughs) I didn't like that. I didn't like that. That's like saying adults can't grow up. Children can't grow up or something. I don't no, know. No. It's fucking weird. No. It's, it's weirder that you're bothered by it than it is than it's at, that it happened. Honestly. Not not at all. You no, know, I think it all. is. I think you it can't, is. It's because it's like all of a sudden now this character is supposed to be sexy and stuff like that. But it's not and the same character. It's, just, it's the actor. It was weird for me, man. <laughs> I didn't like that. Not to mention she had already been sexy in Hatchet before this. See, that's a different franchise. We or no, actually, in that. I think Hatchet came out after this, so never and she's, mind. It's in Hatchet 2, 3. She's a different character. <laughs> so it shouldn't it's matter still, either it's, way. It's and either way, she's a goddamn adult. Hey, I mean. It's, it's not a child. In my opinion, you don't got to fight um, me on it. American Beauty, like American Beauty like literally it. had an underage girl with her top, yeah. or with her boobs out. And literally will not watch that yeah. movie because of that and fucking Kevin Spacey. That movie needs to be canceled. Yeah, that movie is. <laughs> it's effectively canceled, even yeah. though it is a decent movie. Like, it's got a good plot, but it's too much controversial shit going on in that movie. Very controversial. Wait, plot be damned, bro. If you fucking got underage kid yeah. naked and a, that kid diddler on set, your movie's done. Yeah, it's 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 too much. Nobody should watch that. Nobody should watch it anymore. But uh, especially House of Cards, like you can't you can't even watch that knowing what the fuck was happening on set. But now. I mean, you Take watch you'll right still watch Rosemary's Baby, right? No, I don't, I don't try to support Roman Polanski. You you put on a Roman Polanski movie not too long ago over here on Prime. Um, we, uh, Riley movie. but we looked at it, um, we didn't watch it, watch it, like, no, you we put wanted it on, to watch though. it, yeah, we you looked, we looked it. into it. You looked into it, I told you not to play yeah. it. But no. Fuck well, Roman Polanski. Exactly. I do actually Same still, principle. I do actually still watch Rosemary's Baby, but I own it on DVD, so he doesn't get any money any time I watch it, so. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully he's not um, getting any money, regardless. Yeah, I don't think he gets any money from anything he does. He did, because... There's some kind of I don't know He's fucking exiled From the United States I think So I don't think he can Make any money Of anything he made here So I don't know uh, But that's fucking Way off topic <laughs> <laughs> It was just It was just weird for We me got super off topic here It's like last time I saw this character She was a kid That's Not the character, madness Last time I saw this person They yeah. kid Now they're This, this is the madness I know Maybe if there was a difference Between me watching that there's like a 15 year difference or something yeah. but for me like a one week I watch yeah, her on screen yeah, as a okay. child the next week I watch her on screen and she's topless in the same movie franchise it just killed me I was like no that's weird next okay there's well, a lot of gratuitous unnecessary nudity in these films though yeah but we all know how I feel about gratuitous nudity you like it I don't really think it's a problem you know it's not necessarily that I particularly you know I like it yes I do like it but that's neither here nor there. I don't think it's a problem in the movies. Because um, he always... The situations are always kind of like... Of course she's naked. You yeah, know because everybody's I mean? having sex. Yeah. Well, slashers are fucking known for that. <laughs> so Let's get some differentiation. Let's, uh, out, man. let's not split hairs with slashers here. Because you can get people naked in different ways. Without yeah, but, having sex. yeah, but we're in the fucking naked. Midwest, so nobody's going goddamn skinny dipping in October. 
See, and it's more you know, it's more fun when it's stuff like that, when yeah. it's like a, a skinny dipping situation. But these are fucking horny kids, man. Just having sex. Boring. Think back to when you were 17, how horny you were. Think back to 10 minutes ago. <laughs> you probably want some pussy right now. Whoa, now. Whoa, whoa. Let's say, let's... Did let's, you just <laughs> assume my gender? You probably want some pussy right now. <laughs> I do. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I'm 31 out. years old. Cut it out. Mm-hmm. Ain't nothing wrong with having a healthy sexual appetite. Cut it out. So, uh, not that it matters. I can't get my dick hard, so. Uh, fucking reel it back. Nah, I'm just Kill the episode. Hey, y'all. Welcome to Martell's Movie Madness. My name's Cagney Larkin. I'm here with your host, uh, Ryan Martell. This is, uh. What you watching, Ryan? This is the madness portion of the show. No, I can't get my dick hard. It just doesn't stay hard. <laughs> Halloween 2, 2009. Also fucking terrible. <laughs> no, this one. Okay, so Halloween 1, I'll give you. I'll, I'll agree with you. It's not a, it's not a good movie. Uh, Halloween well, 2 didn't know what it wanted to be, bro. Uh, well, okay, so Halloween 2 had this, this problem. See? <laughs> Big problem. Because uh, Rob Zombie didn't want to make a sequel. Fair enough. Uh, the studio why. was like, well, we're going to make a fucking sequel anyway, so you might as well come direct it. And he was like, well, fuck, I guess I might as well come direct it. But they told him he could make whatever the fuck he wanted to. And that's what he did. And that's where they fucked up. And, well, no, I don't think they fucked up. I think that the, the whole reason people don't like this movie is just because it is a Halloween movie. You take out, you take out the name Halloween... You change the killer's name from Michael Myers to fucking John fucking Carol. Take the fucking, change the mask, whatever, you know. Change it from Laurie Strode to fucking Gina. And it might work. Francisco. It might work. We got a goddamn decent supernatural serial killer movie going on. We have a literal plastic skeleton with a Michael Myers mask, which on I it. think is dope. I think, I think that the imagery gaudy. in this movie is fucking great. Okay. Uh, but I am a very big fan of campy, over the top, insanely like schlocky, shocking imagery movies. You know, so this is just like fucking cotton candy for me. I'm just eating it up. I mean, it's got that, but it also just doesn't know where it's trying to land with the surrealness of yeah. it either i don't think yeah because the that plot line is never really drawn to a t it just kind of happens and i'm yeah. referring to these visions michael myers has of his younger self and mother that kind of just float around the film yeah. without really landing any one place particularly the problem is we have a good surreal paranormal movie that has this anchor of it being a Halloween movie. That's the literal only thing wrong with this movie because like in some small little details like the fact that she was a victim of a serial killer and has a Charles Manson poster up in her bedroom which is so now stupid. She's a year removed from the events of the first movie and has a complete identity change from preppy girl to fucking well, alternative serial killer. And I thought sense. about this when we were watching it because we watched the kill counts for these movies right after we watched the movies since we've been doing the Halloween franchise. I thought about this when James A. Janice brings it up. She is the preppy girl in the first movie, 
But she also is kind of like a jokester and a more laid-back version of the Laurie Strode we know. And her friend's boyfriend, uh, what's the friend, um... Oh, God, the one that actually got killed. The PJ Souls yeah. from this movie. Uh, what is her fucking name? What's the character's name? Dude, no. Um, Linda. That's it. Linda. Linda's boyfriend is kind of a rocker, dude. So it's not like a complete, like... I can see her coming out of this ordeal and everybody kind of all of her old circle kind of looking at her like a fucking freak show you know what i mean and then her kind of getting into with the more alternative well her immediate circle but you know what i'm talking about like her peers the people who would have been at the football game sitting around her are no longer interested in being friends with the fucking freak show and they're the rocker kids kind of adopt her as Uh, their own so that kind of makes more sense to me when i think about it that way but the the charles manson thing doesn't make any goddamn sense whatsoever because why 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 even though he didn't kill anybody he never killed anybody but he at least indirectly caused the death of so the, the very brutal death of some people and uh was not a good person um but there's also a lot of the, the that could that could also be its own podcast. The depth of the crazy conspiracy theories I have on Charles Manson, but we're not going there today. We're going to stay on Halloween too. <laughs> uh, in this movie, we get a lot more Brad Dourif and fucking Malcolm McDowell being fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. We get new Loomis being pissed off about a picture of old Loomis, which is probably my favorite thing. In any Halloween movie, yeah, Dark <laughs> he's like a rock star now. Yeah, he's a fucking dick. Like we we get dickhead Loomis, and I love arrogant Loomis. For me, that fucking works because he gets crazy as fuck in the originals, but here we get like a kind of updated version. Because in two thousand seven, if that shit happens. You know, it's going viral. It's getting posted all over Twitter. Fucking Samuel Loomis is a viral sensation, you know, in a way. So, yeah, we get that. We get arrogant Loomis. We get Weird Al. (laughs) A little tiny. There's no other Halloween movie that gives us Weird Al. I honestly think this movie works at its best at the hospital scene. It feels like relentless Michael Myers, mm-hmm. just on the killing spree. But then, as soon as we leave that hospital area, yeah, we get bogged down with trying to follow Lori in her new life, and it kind of loses the plot a little bit. I think, mm-hmm. but I it, it is it is a stronger film than the first one. I'll give it that. I disagree. I think it, I think it follows its story pretty well. I just think that the story is kind of a mess. Well, it is. Because it has that... It's a serious rough patch. Because it has, like I said, it has that anchor of being a Halloween movie. I wish we could have seen this movie as its own thing. That's all I'm saying. Um, The world will never know. I I haven't been doing the rankings, the ratings, as I've gone with these. But I think I am going to do it for these two because... Just because these are the fucking... 
the bitches of the bunch. These are the kind of the two movies that everybody really fucking hates. Uh, I gave Rob Zombie's first Halloween movie uh, a three out of five. And I, I give it that because... Because your nickname is Mr. Generosity. No, well, no, because... Okay, because we get good performances. We get classic beats from the original Halloween that we all love. Uh... The characters, the up, the characters feel like updated versions of the '78 version characters. Uh, I'm speaking of the main, uh, the three girls and Michael Myers, of course, and Loomis, not like the, not Ronnie and all the fucking other shit, because um, obviously those don't feel like updated versions of the '78 characters. Uh, and I dig the, and I dig the. Uh, the gumption that it took to make this too because he knew that pretty much whatever he did was gonna get shit on and he just went ahead and did whatever the fuck he wanted to with it so at the end of the day he got paid either way yeah so I give it that I give it props for that and then Halloween 2 I like I I I like Halloween 2 I like Rob Zombie's Halloween 2 I'm unabashed and unashamed of how much I love this fucking movie. It's a four out of five for me. <laughs> it's a four out of five. And I know. I know that's controversial. I know that's a hot fucking take. Ugh. And it started out as a joke. Really, it did. Like, it really, <coughs> me saying that I liked this movie started out as just something to piss horror fans off. But the more I've, as I've watched it more and more, and honestly, I don't rewatch Halloween. I don't rewatch Rob Zombie's Halloween often at all uh this year was the first time i watched it in like three or four probably but rob zombie's halloween 2 i will re-watch almost every year you know and it's like that old saying you uh you make that face you're gonna get stuck that way you hey, made that joke and you got fucking stuck in it I, the more i watched it the more i watched it though the more i realized why i like it and uh it's because I like shitty fucking movies, man. <laughs> Not in a, like... Uh, like, they entertain me. I like watching movies with over-the-top, weird... Shit that doesn't make any goddamn sense at all happening in it. And that's really at the core of it what Halloween 2 is. It's Rob Zombie. It's Lords of Salem. It's fucking... Devil's Rejects. It's House of a Thousand Corpses set in Haddonfield and I love that I like it I'm not I'm not, I'm not I don't I won't apologize for it you and all other eight people in that club but I'm giving I'm gonna start, I'm gonna go a, ahead and say like party. the lowest the lowest rating I gave any of them is a 2.5 so you know that being said I don't think there's too many I don't think there's any terrible Halloween movie there's not one that I was I'd be like oh don't ever watch that one because it's not worth the fucking uh, time it takes to watch because they're all in my opinion decent and at least a little bit of fun you know at least a little bit but I know Cagney doesn't agree yeah, I mean, at I least a little at I least know a little there's you know but five curse revenge five resurrection three. H2O and these two are all a little rough around the edges for me one through four is the sweet spot Mm, yeah, I'm not gonna disagree with that. 
And then, of course, uh, you guys will hear our thoughts on the new ones next week. Next week, we're getting fucking hype. We're getting (laughs) deep next week, bro. So we're talking about Halloween 2018 and Halloween Kills. Man, I'm dying to talk about Halloween Kills on here. I have been, we we saw it last fucking Tuesday, and (laughs) I have just been telling everybody that I've seen in person that this fucking movie, I'm just telling them every goddamn thing I love about it, and we're going to talk about it next week, and we're going to, I'm going to unleash my ratings for all, uh, hold on, how many are there? One, two, three, twelve, four, there's twelve, all twelve movies are going to get a rating next week. I might put them in order of how much I like them from best to worst. I might wait until ends comes out to do that so that I can have a complete list since we do know for sure that there is another movie going to come out next year. Can I talk about what we're doing in November? Uh, hold on. Let me uh, finish talking about next week. Uh, it is our Halloween special, mm. so it's going to be a two-hour episode. First hour will be on the public feed, of course. And for the first time ever in Martell's Movie Madness history, so will the second hour. Nice. We're going full public with it this year as a treat to our six listeners who have been with us all year. I thought we had eight. We had eight. We lost two. <coughs> Damn it. Just because I just said I loved Halloween too. Uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. They turned it off when you gave Halloween 1 a 3 out of 5. It. We lost it. And, At least uh, I'm here to like cushion the blow It's a okay. Bit. It's okay. It, people are allowed to be wrong. you know, And that goes for me too. I'm allowed to be wrong. Well, at yeah. least we're playing to both sides of the coin. And uh, so next week we got a two-hour episode for you guys. It's going to be dope. We're going to fucking get... I'm going to get donuts from Krispy Kreme that are fucking got witches and shit on them. And we're going to party. God, if we're doing a two-hour episode and a one-hour episode, you better get the double box. No, we're just doing a two-hour episode. (laughs) Oh, so part one of that uh, Halloween special is going to be... Okay, okay, got it, got it. Yeah, you got it. He got it, bro. So we're going to have... But it might be more than two hours, honestly, because we're going to have some little uh, sound bits like we normally do from people. And uh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. We might talk for a whole fucking hour just about Halloween Kills. Because that's how fucking that's how much I want to talk about that's it. How gnar it is. Um, November, we're doing some sh- we're doing some ape shit. Yes, we're going ape shit, yes. brother. Uh, we're gonna watch all of the Planet of the Apes movies. All of them. We're still gonna give you guys Kurt Russell given. Don't worry. Go, we've got we're it gonna, scheduled. We're gonna throw it in. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna figure it out somehow. Yeah, I don't know. The first episode we're gonna do the first original five. Yeah, we're gonna do eights. five episodes. Five, 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 five movies. Movies in one episode. <laughs> one episode gonna be nuts. So each movie's gonna get talked about for fifteen minutes. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> no, not even five. We're gonna yeah. talk about each movie for five minutes. But it's gonna be a good one. We have but, never yeah. done that many movies in one episode before. No, the most we've done four. So. Four. So we've Five, close. an entire franchise, pretty much in one episode. That'd be cool. Wow, wow. I'm stoked to watch. We're getting movies. fucking wild. Are we watching? Uh, we're watching the first two on our own, right? Yeah, Isn't yeah. That how man, we're doing that? The last three together. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We're we're even gonna watch the Mark Wahlberg one. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's gonna have its own episode almost. Yeah. Pretty well. That one will be paired with the first one of. They're a Caesar trilogy. And then uh, yeah. we'll do the final two Caesar trilogies. And then Kurt Russell giving. 
Kurt Russell Giving, baby. So uh, hit us up on social medias at Martell's Movie Madness on Facebook and Instagram at Movie Madness 69 on Twitter. Let us know what hidden gem Kurt Russell movies we should watch. Because we don't want to watch. We don't want to watch ones that we've seen. We did Escape from New York. We did Escape from New York. We did 3,000 Miles of Graceland. Hadron Ron. Hadron Ron. So. We did one more, didn't we? Did we do one more? I don't know. This year we're going to do Christmas Chronicles 2. Oh, I didn't see the first one yet. You haven't seen the first one yet? Yeah. Well, we'll do both of them then. Okay. We'll have Christmas <laughs> for, for Christmas Christmas Thanksgiving. We're going to yeah. watch Christmas Chronicles. Nah, we'll save those for Christmas. <laughs> we'll save those for Christmas. Let's we'll say Kurt Russell Christmas. Give us our Kurt Russell movies that you want to see us watch. Uh, hit me up on Instagram at Trailer Trash Guy. Better not say Guardians of the Galaxy 2. At Martell's <laughs> Movie, at Martell the God on uh, Twitter. Um,. TikTok at the trailer trash god. TikTok popping off on TikTok, baby. Doing some fun stuff over there. I've been posting all my 31 <laughs> days of horror on that. Uh, doing some Sopranos content every now and then. Gabagool. Doing a little bit of spooky supernatural ghost stories kind of shit to put that on pause while I'm doing the 31 days of Halloween. But as soon as Halloween's over gonna do my first sleep paralysis story so go on over there check that out Cagney let them know where they can find you you can find me on the internet Cagney likes us on Instagram Cagney Larkin on Facebook Cags loves movies on Twitter Uh, I'd like to express that any uh, views or posts that are shared on the Martell's movie madness social medias are not reflected by Cagney Larkin I don't know that I've posted (laughs) anything personally on the the page you have it but if you see ass pics on our story just know that's right did i put ass pics on the martell's movie man story <laughs> that was all that was on us i thought it was funny that oh i didn't know i did that i was like i wonder who's ass was right it? well you had all the asses like the text chains oh, oh that's yeah. fucking <laughs> yeah 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 that's been yeah, part of the brand funny. since the beginning though yeah, it was funny because i used to do uh topless tuesday pictures on uh Until twitter started getting fucking zooked i just got bored no, I got bored because I never posted them on uh, yeah, Twitter. Facebook. You don't get in trouble yeah. for that, right? Yeah, Twitter's cool. Yeah, Twitter's cool. It's <laughs> cool in that aspect, but it sucks in every other aspect. Like, I literally hate the fucking the interface of Twitter. Like, Real I don't like feed. I don't like using Twitter, but I do enjoy the fact that there is seemingly less censorship going on over there. Yeah, there is. You can't say uh, a damn thing on Facebook these days. Can't say, especially if you've been zucked. Once you've been zucked. You are. Yeah, you're counting. Micah got zucked. Micah from uh, Vizart. Yeah. He got zucked for saying that uh, they should shoot uh, people who give movies shitty reviews, even though they like the movie, into space. He said that. He's called them morons. Wow. <laughs> and he got fucking. He got zucked for that for 24 hours. You're saying they should shoot. Probably. It, well, I thought it was because he said moron. Because Probably. shoot is too vague of a word, because they don't take it. They don't yeah. take context into consideration. Exactly. So they wouldn't be able, but they couldn't. They couldn't make shoot a trigger word. Right, but it may be that the, because the three like together. shoot your shot. Either way, it's shit. fucking ridiculous out there, guys. Be careful what the fuck you see on Facebook. But yeah, he got zucked for twenty four hours, and then he got zucked again for something else, like right after it that wasn't even as bad as that. 
So, they're zucking everybody out here. I hate to say it. Hide your kids, hide your wife, because they're zucking everybody out here. But uh, we are living in the end times, y'all. Living in the end times. If COVID don't get us, the Zuckerberg will. Thank you guys for listening, and uh, let's watch some fucking movies. Ow! Hey, baby, you know what? It's after midnight. So? I don't think my pussy's gonna turn into a pumpkin. <laughs> it's technically Halloween, baby! How'd you like to be fucked by the Frankenstein monster? <laughs> Looks like you survived the movie madness. Congratulations! Come back next week for more.